dear seeker of inspiration. Today's journey shall take us on a path of transformation and wonder. For every soul yearns to unlock the secrets of their fate and weave a tale of grandeur. My pastor's head comes off. See into the struggles of an author. They say that your words come back around. Yet, the path of our dreams is often shrouded in shadows of despair, demotivation, and stagnation. But do not lose heart, for with each dawn's light, a new inspiration shall reveal itself, and we shall rise anew. Behold, this episode is a fount of wondrous strategies that shall empower you to reignite your passion, unlock your full potential, and take a leap of faith towards your destiny. Whether you seek to breathe life into a new venture, sculpt a majestic exercise routine, or embrace a new craft, we inspire to unveil and resonate with every corner of your being. But heed this call, dear seeker, for this journey is not a passive one. I've gathered questions and thoughts spoken over the ages, and they will jump in your face and prick the strings of your heart. It's a call to action, a journey of transformation, a quest to weave a new destiny. So, let us weave a new tapestry of glory together, for the stars have aligned and our fate beckons us to take the first step towards our dreams. Buckle your seatbelt. This is your activation point. Hello from the Pacific Northwest. This is Kristen from KristenWombach.com, and you're listening to Intentional Now Podcast. Answer me this. How does a Baptist farm girl from Oregon stumble upon the mystical nature of Christ, the love of God? If you're like me, Jesus has redefined what you used to say yes to. Join me and my guest on a mystical journey. But before we talk about the spiritual woo-woo, you need to know I am totally sold out to Jesus. It's amazing what the love of God reveals. Mm-mm-mm-mm. In the beginning, God. We have to start somewhere. Make our faith personal. Make it our own. Know God for ourselves and ask him to show himself strong to us. It's got to be personal. It's not anybody else's faith. It's not the faith of my family. It's not the faith of my parents. It's not, it's not the faith that stands behind the pulpit and preaches. No, it's mine. And I want it to be real and I want to experience it. And that's what we have been talking about. Let's unpack that word activation first, okay? So we get the full get up and go meaning. I absolutely love the app 
word hippo and it's got this cute little pink hippo and so it's it helps me obviously i am a writer and so i need to hang out with wordsmiths and hippo helps me let's unpack the word activations because there's always more to know it is plural for something that arouses activity or energy in someone or something plural for an act of awaking or ceasing to sleep. It's plural for an incentive to get something done. It's plural for the action of establishing something or being established. It's plural for the point in time and space in which something begins. Now, let me pick up some of the words used as a noun or as a verb, and let's just unpack that word deeper. Words similar to activation means starts, animations, initiations, beginnings, instigations, motivations, triggerings, arousals, accusations, galvanizations, mobilizations, stimulations, awakenings, revivals, rousings, wakings, incitements, awarenesses, realizations, rebirths, renewals, awakenings, births, stimulations, kindlings, inspirations, attentions, emergences, realizations, recognitions, and stirrings. Now, isn't that a great word? (laughs) Activations. If you want to change the world, pick up your pen. Martin Luther. You receive, you agree, You record, release, and then you write the declaration. Together, this workshop is changing us, right? And since we're changing, so is the world around us. Where are we going today? (laughs) Isn't that fun? This is such a fantastic platform to be able to reach out and like I can just so easily imagine here you are sitting with your cup of coffee or I poured you a glass of wine I like red wine so that's what's on tap here (laughs) open the bottle and here we are just sitting here in my office Corvallis Oregon it's today's episode will focus on activations yep applying them understanding how they work in our life using them to bring change and that forward motion it's just what we need to propel us forward in this season as the holidays are creeping around the corner which i absolutely love We need to keep focused and keep moving forward, even if that's just moving forward in enjoying the joy of the season. Let's move forward. Let's get her done. Let's make a difference. Let's change. (laughs) Can you tell I'm passionate about this stuff? We have another reminder. Choices. We always have a choice right in the moment in which we are sitting. Today, my hummingbird feeder, 
I was noticing, and the weather here in Oregon has changed quite quickly. There's 19 inches of snow on the top of Timberline. So the mountains have caused everything to be much colder quicker. So I'm looking out my office window and the hummingbirds are panicking because the feeder was on its last drops of sugar water. Hmm. So Holy Spirit took the moment to remind me to enjoy the present, enjoy the day. Choices, right? And I stopped what I was doing, and I headed to the kitchen, and I made some more sugar water for them. <laughs> they so appreciated it, and quickly they landed on the feeder. Quick weather changes. God is faithful. In the same way that I responded to Holy Spirit and responded to those dear little creatures, God responds to you and I. Sometimes quick changes, they can throw us in a loop and we might think, ooh, there's not enough to go around. A point here, there's always enough to go around in the kingdom. There's another activation point here for us today. Father God, I ask for your forgiveness for the hidden thoughts in my area of influence that there isn't enough to go around. Enough opportunity, enough resources, enough strength, enough healing, enough love and tenderness, enough care, enough time, <laughs> enough strength. I break agreement with all forms of lack, separation, and delay in the beautiful name of Jesus. And since Holy Spirit has highlighted my hummingbirds and a change of season, I'm reminded as I look at them, they're happy to share both sides of the feeder. I think you will agree, sometimes when you're learning something new, being able to read it over, it helps us to digest and make the revelation our own, right? It does. Are you ready? Of course you are. That's why you're here, because you're ready. I got some questions for you. I always have questions for you. Are you learning anything? Do you feel closer in relationship to God? How are you doing in your ascending prayer or I call it stepping through the veil or remember going through um, your door within, your door without. How are you doing with that? Are you making it too hard? Oh, I told you, keep it simple. Can I give you just a quick little activation because that's, that's totally what we're doing today. An easy way to 
get a grasp on that is go into your office or your bedroom and close the door. Now stand there with the door closed right next to the door and say, okay, Jesus, I want to step beyond the veil and I'm going to use this door as a practical lifestyle activation to help me engage, to feel, to sense, to perceive, to see, to taste. So while you're standing next to your door and it's closed in your room, Take in the atmosphere. What does it feel like? Yep, in your room, what does it feel like? What is the pulse? What is the frequency of that particular room? Yeah. Open the door and step through. And do the same thing. What does it feel like? What is the frequency or the sound or the perceptions? So feel, taste, see. What's the first thing that comes across your thoughts? Now go there. Stay there. Say, Jesus, I see this. Jesus, I feel this. And he'll go, "Uh uh-huh. There you go. That is how simple it I heard you. I heard you say, well, that's just my imagination. Of course it is. Who gave you your imagination? It is a divine tool for you to connect to spiritual things. Can you see your imagination? It is your conduit. Develop it. Exercise it. Use it. How is it going? Do you feel more empowered and understand the directions in your life? That's a huge question. Write them down. Listen to this again. These questions I ask every day. I am a question asker. So, I'm glad we're asking these questions. And now, just to give you a testimony hot off the presses, you know, heaven is the library of life. Well, where do you think Jesus went to when he went on the mountain to pray? Think about it. Heaven is your library of life for your best life, my best life with tools and resources unimaginable for us. Since encountering that quantum entanglement, not the first time, but I shared it with you, I didn't say that I fully understood. Nope, but I'm fully committed. And it was really cool. It's cool to be taught by the Lord. So I'm walking this out with Jesus. He is the author and the finisher of my faith. But last week, I had one of the best weeks of business thus far. (laughs) Yep, it's just kind of like we hooked into something and I like it and this is good. I'm keeping my nose to the grindstone, my ears peeled and my face to the road. (laughs) 
<laughs> I made a joke last night at church. Yep. Okay, the widow woman. This is my joke. The widow woman and I, we are like BFF. We're tight. You know, the widow woman in scripture. So the parable, it's the parable in Luke 18, 1 through 8 of the unjust judge. Also known as the parable of the persistent woman. <laughs> it's one of the parables where Jesus appears in the gospel of Luke. In it, a judge who lacks compassion is repeatedly approached by a woman seeking justice. Get it? BFF, we're tied. Persistence is sown in my DNA, right? And can I say it again? Let's get her done. <laughs> oh my goodness, the widow woman. This particular snippet just pricked my heart about the unjust judge and the persistent woman. Let's listen again. May each one of us put on a fresh set of headphones to hear what the Lord is saying to you and I. In order to encourage them not to quit in their Jesus-paid-for-me expectation, whenever there seems to be no immediate answer to your prayers, he told them following a parable. This is what he told them. This is what he's telling us. In a certain city, there was a judge who had no regard for God or people. And there was a widow woman who kept asking him to vindicate her cause against her opponent. He refused, but she wouldn't take no for an answer. Then he thought to himself, I might not fear God or respect my fellow man, but I just want to shut her up and keep her from harassing me any longer. I will vindicate her cause. The Lord said, now listen to this reasoning of the unjust judge. We're going to compare notes here. If even an unsympathetic judge will come through for an unrelated person nagging him, how much more certain will God not, with unending compassion, vindicate his own, vindicate you and I, who implore him day and night? Verse 18, with some special present-day influence. I assure you, he will speedily vindicate you. The day of the Son of Man has dawned. The Messiah who lives in you and me, he has found us standing on tiptoe in full expectation of what he has paid for in our life. Amen? I thought it was important before the next activation point to lay some thoughts down. Some things that you may not know about me and some things that I may not know about you and I'd like to put on the table your history. My history. And how grateful we are that his story has brought tremendous transformation. Amen.
We're going to continue to mix it up just a little today. Something you may know about me as a professional life coach. I'm an ordained pastor, a graduate, and a founder of HVSSM Ministry School, and I've been walking this path of great faith for over 32 years. And as you know, I have asked many really good questions. Now, what you may not know about me is that my first marriage was a disaster and it left me pregnant, confused, and that confusion led me down a pathway to abortion. I compromised more than just myself and it took me many years to come face to face with God over the matter and face to face with myself. That complete story I shared on an earlier episode, number eight, called Brave, a sensitive topic. If that just highlighted to you, you need to go have a listen, okay? So again, what you may not know about me is that I've had the amazing opportunity to speak, minister, start, and oversee a nonprofit organization touchpointcenters.org and I help many women overcome and heal from those tough choices. <laughs> if I can turn my life around, so can you. Isn't it amazing the depth of experience and revelation God has shared with me? And now I'm sharing with you. I look at my history. God is so good. Amen. <laughs> 21,655 words since I confessed the problems I felt with my pen. The struggles that I had. And if I think about it, it's pretty mind-boggling that you were sharing this journey with me. And here you are. Thank you. Thus far, it's been focused on me, myself, and I. Would I suggest many parts could be your story? Activations. This activation, it wrestles, it begins, it writes, it literally activates the destiny of a writer. It activates the destiny of each one of us moving forward. I didn't say it was comfortable. I said, we're moving forward. It is often easier to ask for forgiveness than ask for permission. I prefer an awakening and a stretching. Transition and transformation bring forth fruit that would not come forth without different elements present. Some friction is needed to create change. I prefer an awakening and stretching. Transition and transformation bring forth fruit that would not come forth without different elements present. Some friction is needed to create change. Again, it's easier to ask for forgiveness than permission. 
I spent years asking for permission, staying in order. The same mindset also was woven into my relationship with God. They were just like the same. I was working to get his permission. I was searching for something that looked like me that is only found in the yes, yes, and amen in him. Remember, this podcast is dedicated to ask the questions. What are we saying yes to? What permissions are we waiting for? What permissions have we given away? What permissions are God given and we better get to live in the life he created us to live. Now let's finish off today. <laughs> that was amazing. Thank you, God. I give you praise. Thank you, God. <laughs> yeah. I always say this, but you know, I just love this stuff. <laughs> Obviously, it compels me to know what and why and who and how and all those questions of Jesus' sacrifice. I am so compelled to pull and receive and know the fullness of his sacrifice active and living in my life. Father God, I just thank you so much for words in our face, pricking our heart that bring us to that point of activation, an activation point. Holy Spirit, I just invite you to continue to stir our hearts forward, forward, moving with determination into our destiny, looking face to face in the mirror of who we are in you and who you are in us. Thank you so much. I had so much fun mixing and mixing and grabbing words and thoughts today in our activation point. I trust that you were greatly blessed. Thank you so much for spending this time with me today. Have a wonderful and blessed rest of your day. And I will talk to you again next week. Bye now.